0: after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good
1: hands and now a word from our sponsors hey
0: everybody welcome to after these messages bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks we are the folks who love to talk about tv commercials we talk about the good ones and the bad ones And the ones where people say weird shit, like this.
1: I heard that restaurant's haunted.
0: My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hey, Vives. Hey, Andrew. Coming up on the show today, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. You've been home, quarantined. Yes. Watching some TV. Also, I will say, though, I don't know why I feel the need to say this. But today's show is kind of all based on how much TV you've been watching under quarantine. And right. We're going to be talking about all the commercials you've been seeing. But you've also been working harder, I was going to say, than I've ever seen you work in your oh, life. don't say that. That's kind of a backhanded compliment, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but you're also working your ass off, too. Yeah,
1: I've got my job is busy, but I, even with the busiest of jobs, um, it. The amount of time that I have to spend indoors is significantly more than it normally is. And I'm already a pretty big TV watcher, but now I'm like... um, Now I'm like... If they hadn't delayed the Olympics, I could go to the Olympics for TV watching.
0: (laughs) That'd be the one time you actually appreciate the Olympics. So, (laughs) yeah, we're not going to be talking about quarantine. We're not going to be talking about the virus today. We're just going to be talking about a bunch of commercials, most of which I think delight you. I guess we're kind of just doing like a... Um, like kind of a ad collades and admonishments Genevieve it's, version.
1: It's mostly ad collades because I'll tell you what, this quarantine time has reignited my love of TV commercials. I love that. I feel uh, I feel closer than ever to the marketers of this great nation. <laughs> <laughs> and, of
0: course, we'll check in with the Ad Council. Uh, what's going on in the Ad Council today?
1: Well, I think we got a lot of folks who are also in having some <laughs> enforced uh, TV and Internet time because there's a, plenty of stuff happening on the Facebook uh, group so I will get into that. Everybody
0: is reconnecting with their (laughs) love of the...
1: I broke down and rejoined Twitter. Oh wow. Yeah. Not
0: for commercial purposes just because here you are. Yeah
1: I never I never technically closed my Twitter handle I just like sort of I just stopped using it and I like just put a note on it that was like you know gone fishing or whatever <laughs> um but i it's i'm using i'm reading it so much that i just was like what am i doing like pretending that i'm not reading twitter like what
0: were you doing like reading it but not logging in or whatever well i would
1: be like reading i would read it but i wouldn't like like anything i refuse oh, I, I, I drew it at this arbitrary line of like i'm not going to tweet or interact and then i was like what you know yeah. it, that's a silly demarcation if i'm actually checking twitter all day because for months i never did like yeah. for months i just would not look at twitter huh
0: Well, anyway, back to the TV commercial landscape. I guess we're just going to let you take over. We'll call it a uh, Genevieve takeover.
1: I love cheese, but I really love cake. (laughs) Oh, no. Professor Bananas. Anyone else want to stage a revolution with me? If it gets completely fucked up, so what? <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. That's your theme song. That is fantastic. <laughs> I I had not heard that before for the listeners. <laughs> well,
0: because I literally just finished it 15 it's seconds before. so fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> sure. So what do you got for us?
1: Well, um, I want to start with uh, th- a series of ads that Volkswagen is doing. Um, This is supposed to be a trilogy. I've only seen two of them. Um, But uh, they star uh, the actors Paul Giamatti and Kieran Culkin. Now, you know who Paul Giamatti is, and I'm sure you know who Kieran Culkin is by the last name, but I'm not sure if you can picture him. I can, because I think he was in Igby Goes
0: Down. Yeah,
1: I think that's maybe. right. Well, now, and I didn't... It's,
0: it's so weird that I don't know anything about any celebrities or <laughs> movies yet. Somehow I know that. I really liked that movie, but i like, it. okay, America, let me bring you along. You might know him from such <laughs> huge hit movies as right. Igby Goes Down. Obscure
1: indie classics like indie, <laughs> Igby Goes Down, which is actually a pretty... I think it's good. It's a little... I don't know. It's not for everybody. I
0: loved it at a certain time in my life. I'll bet you if I were to watch it now, I might not like it quite as much.
1: Well, right now, Kieran Culkin um, is one of the main characters in Succession, which is a big, I think, HBO show.
0: Okay.
1: Um, It's gotten a lot of buzz. It's actually one of those shows that's like, oh, yes, I'm going to watch that when I have time. Spoiler alert. I've got time now. (laughs) Um, So I'm really looking forward to checking it out. And I think that this commercial has finally tipped me over the edge. Um, but what's interesting about this is that it focuses on the idea, or sort of teases or jokes about the idea of excess. And V-Dub is trying to sort of position itself as, like, a practical choice for people who appreciate luxury but aren't don't want to be, you know, over the top. mm mm-hmm. um, and uh, Paul Giamatti also stars in a show called Billions. Uh, he plays the uh, New York Attorney General, I think, in a show that is about also about fam- a family with enormous wealth. Oh, okay. And I've never seen either show. I've never seen Succession or Billions. And I thought at first, because I hadn't seen the shows, that maybe the characters they play in this in these series of ads were actually just like those their characters from those shows, which mm-hmm. would be kind of interesting because it would be cross-network and different shows. It's not that they play those... Characters per se, but they sort of like play on the idea of those characters. So, to set this one up, this is the first one. You've got Paul Giamatti, who's a sort of put upon accountant to rich celebrities, and he's just having to tell them, and Kieran Culkin is one of his clients, he's having to tell them not to buy that solid gold jet ski. You know, like, don't, don't be incredibly wasteful with your money. Um, and then he, you hear how uh, relieved he is when he finds out that. Uh, his client has instead bought a Volkswagen
0: people ask me what sort of a person should become a celebrity accountant and I tell them nobody should but I just don't think you need a separate private plane but I, but I want it hey buddy what's the damage I bought it The waterfall nope a new Volkswagen a Volkswagen I think we're having a breakthrough here
1: and at the, well, the- thank you at the very end, during during that uh, whole uh, voiceover, you're seeing crazy things that he's getting. He, like, I bought the tiger. Or someone mm-hmm. sends him a text. At the very end there, as uh, he's saying, I think we're having a breakthrough. We see Kieran Culkin uh, roll up to Caesar's Palace in Vegas, get out, tip the valet, and like walk into the casino.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's getting out of a Volkswagen, of course. Now, yeah. this is kind of interesting. I'm interested in seeing how marketers will... Continue to evolve their messages as we sink deeper into the kind of inevitable recession. That right. We're well, these down. were
1: obviously made pre-recession. These were obviously
0: made before that, but it's interesting because it is it is about scaling back. Mm-hmm. So the timing is good on this.
1: Yeah, and it's like they sort of want to play it, have it both ways, where it feels like and, and their their slogan here is excessive in all the right places. Oh, that is good. Words, that's like a the, good. In other words, like it's line. a good tagline. VW's always been good at taglines. So this next one is the same characters. Um, And it's the next chapter in their story where uh, Giamatti has uh, now met up with Kieran Culkin, his client, in Vegas. Uh, Hello there. I'm looking for my client. Very expensive looking young man. A lot of bracelets. Sorry, sir. (laughs) We're not able to give out any information. I'm his accountant. He needs me. I'm so sorry. (sighs) Hey! Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey! Uh, hey, man! Whew. You're here. Yeah. Oh, be honest. You don't trust me here in Vegas, do you? Uh, well, uh, you do have a history. I thought we had a breakthrough with the Volkswagen. We did. Yes, yeah, we broke through. Okay. That's the Volkswagen. That's the Crossport. Wow.
1: Oh, do you need me to move up?
0: There's a guy in the back seat. There's like a really tall guy in the back seat. Looks like
1: a security guy. Very tough. And stoic in the backseat.
0: But he does not need any more leg room.
1: (laughs) Seatbelts. Now they roll up next to a big stretch limo.
0: Oh, please tell me we're not going there. Please just tell me where we're going. So this is the the first two you heard. It's going to be a trilogy, and you're eagerly awaiting. I the eagerly
1: await the third one. If, if it's come out yet, it's not available uh, on any of the platforms. Like I heard it's said. not
0: part of the canon. It's just called a a, a Volkswagen story. <laughs> That's not really fair because the Star Wars stories are part. Oh, of they're the definitely canon. they're definitely I, canon. Anyway, yes. um, I I just love Paul Giamatti so much. Yeah, I think I'd these watch are, him do literally anything.
1: I would too. I think um, I think these commercials are great. I actually think. They make me want to watch uh, their shows a little bit more, and I think that they do an okay job selling the car, or maybe the idea of the car. Yeah, now we are Volkswagen drivers, so we're sort of predisposed to kind of like the way their cars look and feel.
0: I guess so, yeah, although I didn't even, this whole conversation I wasn't even thinking, oh, that's right, we have a Volkswagen. Yeah,
1: now ours you're, is you're significantly ve- less luxe than the... Yeah, these.
0: you're very brand loyal to the Volkswagen. I am. Yeah, um, I love my Volkswagen. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, I think that this is a good example of being creative and funny, but also being very much on message. They have a very specific point they're trying to get across, which is, this is affordable, but it brings you all the luxury. I'm not saying it's the first car company to ever... Try to uh, tell that story, but I think they're they're doing it well.
1: Yeah, I think they do a a really good job with this, and it's a nuanced message that's sort of even hard to articulate what they're getting at here. Uh, That it's that it's, I guess, it feels luxurious and is in some ways, but that it's not excessive. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and again, good good job, Volkswagen.
1: Act ad Ad Kaleid administered. All right. Well, what do we have next? If I can get... You got
0: a Fruity Pebble commercial here. This commercial like. I
1: told you about the other day. Remember, I think I came I came running into uh, the room where we were playing video games and mm-hmm. said, I saw... The cool guy room? The cool guy room. You ran into the
0: cool guy room. <laughs> yeah. I was doing cool guy stuff.
1: Um, remember a couple weeks ago we talked about... Or you talked about um, an ad for, I think it was Golden Corral, that you felt like they maybe outkick their coverage a little bit in a way. I
0: wouldn't put it that way. I was actually impressed with them not just going with the usual mom and pop approach to selling a <laughs> country buffet. You know, right. they were they were their commercials seemed more as you said, like a target ad, very bright, very colorful, very pop arty.
1: Right. Well I and we talked a little bit at the time of like trying to put together a show that uh, is about brands that are trying to like spiff up their image in that Mm. way like old brands brands that are maybe like um seen as uncool or or suburban or or whatever as being more more hip Mm -hmm. and i think that this fruity pebbles ad really fits that definition i really like the song now all you're going to hear is the song um but it is by the band la tigra um which i have heard of so
0: uh, you're welcome. Kind of made from the ashes of Bikini Kill. Okay, like so Riot Girl. A, very, yeah, yeah. Like, DNA. Like, in yeah, there. definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, so all you're seeing is like very cute pictures of kids like doing fun things, like wearing costumes and playing games, and also eating um, cocoa pebbles and fruity pebbles, the mm-hmm. Flintstone inspired uh, cereal. What I love about this ad, besides the song. Uh, oh, and and as you're uh, as they're singing the the song, you're seeing like robot, yabba dabba robot, yeah, like when the little kids dressed as a robot, or mm. yabba dabba twirl when you see a little girl twirling. Um, there's almost no Flintstones in this in this ad, hmm. um, which I think is kind of an interesting, you know, direction for Fruity Pebbles yeah, to go, kids right? Don't watch the Flintstones because kids don't want. Who the fuck are the Flintstones? <laughs> Can I use that in the next? <laughs> <But> that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next Genevieve mix.
1: I want that that mix to be my ringtone. I, <laughs> I love think we it. We can
0: make that happen. All right. Do you want me to hit play on this thing?
1: Yeah. All Again, all you're going to hear is the song.
0: I also think <laughs> that's so, I mean, it's just so awesome. It's La Tigre. They were like a groundbreaking, like, uh, I, I don't know. It's just like, I'm trying to think when La Tigra came out, I want to say, a, I mean, it could have been 20 years ago now, 15 years ago now. That would, um, I would right, um, They're yeah. very like queer positive. I think they have a, I think they might be, uh, they, they might have a trans member and, you know, Back in the late '90s, there weren't a lot of bands that had that, and they're so groundbreaking. And now they're singing "Yabba Dabba Do." Although I'm, are we? Could that have been something that they actually did for themselves, and is now being used in this commercial? You know,
1: or? I didn't dig far enough to know what the what the origin of that song is. I will note that at the end, they're doing a lot of sort of like um, dynamic text and block text and stuff as you're as you're hearing this, and the colors are very like poppy and bright. Mm-hmm. And it says "Yabba Dabba Doo, Do D and I, I, think the implication is like, the this you know this is for active kids and you know making sure kids get active and of course it's a sh- it's a sugar cereal it's not good for you. Um, it looks so like you better th- be doing something if th- you're going to be eating uh, cocoa pebbles.
0: For what it's worth, it does look like um, this is a song called "Mediocrity Rules" by <laughs> La Tigra, which is pretty funny. That uh, is the.
1: That is the cherry on top so, of a sugar cereal and
0: so it's actually a full song that it looks like at the end they just start singing Yabba Dabba Doo how funny so let's take a listen to what the song sounds like this is the album version So I'm learning a couple of interesting things here. First of all, this is from an album called From the Desk of Mr. Lady. Um, Again, kind of talking about that, that queer mentality that they're bringing. And also they're referred to in this Wikipedia article as... Feminist Electro Clash Trio La Tigra Apparently this uh, commercial's been out since 2016. They were like my
1: second favorite Feminist Electro Clash <laughs> band uh,
0: This commercial looks like it came out in 2016, Veeves. You're just seeing it because you're on a different kind of TV schedule now. According to Wikipedia it says uh, this song was featured in the commercial for uh, Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles in 2016.
1: Oh, I wonder. It just must have been uh, either not on the shows I was watching. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at all to learn that it was being played during during Saturday Morning Cartoons or something. Mm-hmm. are yeah. that, Is that still a thing? Is Saturday Morning Cartoons a relic? I don't know. Like, what even is Saturday Morning Cartoons now?
0: Because there's a, you know, I mean, obviously... Because there's just
1: YouTube.
0: There's YouTube, there's anything on demand, and there's entire um, networks dedicated to kids' totally, programming. Totally,
1: yeah. Um, so, I, you know, but I mean, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. the whatever the... Analogue of Saturday morning cartoons is maybe this has been airing there where kids can see it. Um, Do you I, think that's aimed but more? It's, at but kids it's definitely been or, airing, or uh, you know, IRL for me in commercials that I've been watching lately a lot.
0: Do you think that's the type of commercial that is aimed at getting kids excited about the cereal or the parents?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think I think it's intended to not turn parents off, uh, and but with the act- activity message, but the. All the things that you're they're showing, like they show kids in costumes and kids dancing and kids blowing bubbles and kids doing a science experiment with you know like very generic uh, baking soda, uh, you know, volcano. So like nothing, nothing especially groundbreaking, but it's like it seems to me something that like a kid could see themselves in. Um, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's more aspirational for the parent to see their kid in. Seems more. Let me tell you what. You don't have to. Uh, sh- sugar cereal like cocaine. Yeah. Sells itself.
0: I feel like this is aimed more at parents.
1: Maybe you're right. Yeah.
0: Because it looks like you know. I mean. It, I mean. You don't see any adults in it, but you see a lot of really happy kids who are doing things that are like kind of like creative and educational. Yeah. You definitely
1: and... Instagram your kid if they did any. Exactly. Of this shit. Right.
0: Anyway. Uh, that's a fun, fun little journey we took. Right there Put that in my but I, Montage
1: But I do think It is a real uh, we, We've come a long way From uh, uh, The Fruity Pebbles Commercials of my youth Where You had uh, Fred Doing a rap song
0: Yeah Which we just played On the show Not all that long <laughs> ago right. Um uh, yeah, you know, it just had never occurred to me that we still have these cereals out here and kids have no idea what the Flintstones are, but <laughs> and, and what a conundrum for a company. I right? know,
1: right? Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you rebrand yourself with a brand that has become more abundant? Really? Which
0: makes me think even more that they're aiming for the parents yeah. and, even and, you know, and cool but, parents but who like La Tigra. But there's
1: no, yeah, cool parents, but there's no nostalgia play here yeah, at right. all, yeah, really.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so what do you got next?
1: I guess because, like, the grandparents are the people who really would be the nostalgia uh, audience Yeah, because for that. Flintstones,
0: you and I, like, we little kids, but that was still, like, we caught the very tail yes. end of that. Really, it was like, that. wasn't that a 60s show or was it 70s?
1: I want to say 60s. I think the I mean, was came wasn't out in the 60s. It, wasn't it was like it sort a of, sitcom. Yeah. And I mean, it was, of course, based on the Honeymooners. And, you know, there's a whole, I'm sure, film paper in there somewhere. Um, all right. You want to talk about this next one? Um, this is... 1960
0: to 66. Yeah. So, yeah. We weren't worried. Cause it was, I wasn't born until 10 years after it had gone off Because it the coincided with okay. the Jetsons, which is yeah.
1: obviously grounded in the 60s. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this next one is for Auto Trader. I want to say Kneezy? I want to say <laughs> crouch cream. I want to say that we've talked about this at least one of these in this series before and if we have and I'm, you know, duplicating it then whatever, but uh this one this particular one I think is interesting. So Auto Trader is doing this series of ads where they you go they go back in history. They like and not just like necessarily like the sort of history that we always get in commercials. It's not like George Washington or like these all, like it's not the usual suspects mm-hmm. of history. Interestingly, one of them, which I also like, is of these like Nordic f- like uh, fur traders from like sort of ancient Scandinavia. Mm. And two of them are kind of comparing notes about how much they, they paid for their reindeer-driven sleds. And then a woman, uh, also kind of a Viking type, rolls up in like an Escalade or something. Oh, yeah.
0: I remember you talking about that before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she
1: says she used Auto Trader to get the right price. That's right.
0: That's a different commercial. Each commercial takes place in, a different, w- in a different historical setting. context. Right. Okay.
1: So this one takes place in the uh, 1700s of uh, France. And it is like, you know, meant to evoke, I don't know if it's like the French bourgeoisie or more like the French royalty, if it's more like Versailles, that kind of thing. Um, but you have a woman in like, you know, sort of Marie Antoinette style uh, wig sitting up on top of a of a horse-drawn carriage. iSpot identifies this woman as Kiernan Shipka. Who's that? Well, she's Sally from Mad Men. Oh! And she's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Um, it's- I kind
0: of like that Sabrina.
1: Yeah, we watched like most of that first season before you did, and I would
0: kind of dip in and out. I found it entertaining. I found it
1: entertaining. There's just it's like it's so hard to watch even slightly not great TV now because Mm -hmm. you don't even have time for all the really great TV. Um, But I'm I'm going to find a way Mm -hmm. during hashtag quarantine. Um, So I want to I want you to play this, but I'll, I'll set it up for you. It's essentially the same bit as the the Nordic fur traders one, right? She is having a conversation with another person about how much they paid for their carriages. It's very, the language is very modern. It's not in any way, um, you know, meant to sound old-timey. And then another guy, also dressed in the same way that they're dressed, rolls up, and he's actually driving uh, a big SUV, like a big fancy SUV. Um, and he shows them what he paid for it uh, using AutoTrader and holds up a cell phone. So, you know, there's a real mix of old and new technology and, and sort of anachronistic technology in it so i can't quite see kiernan shipka in this woman's face but she's very made up and kiernan shipka has a sort of a faith, has a face that can kind of disappear into a role so i am not positive that's her but that's what Ispot says what i find even more baffling is that the guy she's talking to in this in this first bit Is a guy that I definitely recognize from Community and other things. He's like one of those character actors who like shows up in a lot of sitcoms. Who's he in Community? He's Todd. So his name, the actor's name who plays that guy, is named David uh, Nair or Nahair. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. But if you were if you were a Community fan, you know there's like the main cast, and then there's this guy who is sort of a foil for them. Anytime they need another character to to come into their study group and to mm-hmm. highlight uh, how much of an outsider other people are. They, they basically bring in this poor Todd guy and sort of humiliate him. Uh-huh. And um, I'll play, we can play a clip later from sort of Todd's last stand. But he's like a well enough known actor that you would think he would at least be identified by name in this. Like, and I couldn't find it anywhere online. Like, I was really mm. looking. So anyway, I almost wonder, like, am I crazy? Is this not really him? But it looks just like him.
0: Okay. So, anyway, I just think it's a funny yeah, ad. Also, an iSpot is very, well, iSpotty when yeah. it comes to identifying who's in a commercial. That last one said Paul Giamatti, but it didn't mention uh, Culkin at all.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying iSpot is always perfect, but nowhere on the internet is anyone mentioning this. Hmm. So, I think that's a, just a little weird.
0: Okay. So, this is a France 1780.
1: Wow. Just out of curiosity,
0: what did that carriage set you back?
1: Oh, like 19 large. Ugh,
0: I overpaid. I'm an idiot.
1: Hey, happens to everybody. I bet he overpaid. Me? I didn't overpay.
0: I used Auto Trader. It's the only one with Kelly Blue Book. He overpaid. No, it literally says great price. Okay, we get it. You got a great price. Did you get a good price? No! Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Want to go get some croissants? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) I think I see Sally in there. I love the no, I'm makeup. fine,
1: thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that one's just hard for me to see because it's she's so made up, mm-hmm. and and the guy who's driving the the uh, Escalade, I think also might be somebody, but I I definitely couldn't identify him because I couldn't think of what he might be in.
0: Yeah, he looks familiar to me. Uh, but I just like
1: the writing in that one, and also
0: like you said, they're not going for the very obvious historical things that American advertisers usually keep dragging up
1: exactly yeah i think it's fun to pick uh, recognizable but slightly off the beaten path historical settings for mm-hmm. things i do think it's hilarious that one of their selling points is it literally says you got a great price yeah. like <laughs> yeah um an app can literally say anything yeah. <laughs> I, but
0: it was good writing it was funny
1: um to hear a little bit more of david nayer uh why don't we get a few minutes of todd
0: Oh, you put in some Todd in here. Got some Todd. Got some Todd from Community. What is wrong with you people? Huh? I thought you were supposed to be friends. I thought you were supposed to love each other. Your love is weird (laughs) and toxic. And it
1: destroys everything it touches. I no longer care about grades or biology, or finally graduating from college
0: like I promised my dying father. I'm going home. I'm gonna hold my wife and my child close and I am gonna finally take my insulin (laughs) shot! (laughs) (laughs) Offense taken! (laughs) holding a turtle the whole time. I don't remember how that plays into the plot.
1: Yeah, the, the sort of the joke there at the end uh, is that they're constantly running him down and then, and then saying, no offense Todd. <laughs> and he for the until he finally blows up is always just accepting it with equanimity.
0: I see that your desire to always side with Coke over Pepsi, yes. both as a beverage choice and in the commercial realm continues today.
1: It, it does continue and it's because they are inarguably superior in both fronts. I mean, I just don't think... I just don't think there's even a debate. Pepsi's okay. Is Pepsi okay? <laughs> um, this is something for... Um, I will say, before before I sing the prices of Coke, I will drag them a little and say, this new product that they are selling is uh, not tasty. They're, they're flavoring game. They're getting so into the flavors mm-hmm. of everything I like, They taste chemically. They taste so chemically. Like an, uh, the original Cherry Coke in the bottle is mm-hmm. still pretty good. I think Cherry Coke Zero is best in breed for those Zero flavor ones. Although I'm really loving the Zero Mountain Dew. And um, I always hear
0: good things from you and Luke about uh diet Dr. Pepper
1: diet Dr Pepper uh, is definitely a contender. I feel like they led they the 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 trick is and that's what diet Dr. Pepper figured out early on is you just can't make it too sweet. Mm-hmm. It's just got to be so so sweet to overcome whatever gross chemicals are making at zero calorie but anyway they make they now have made um a cherry vanilla Coke. there's been cherry coke forever of course there's been a vanilla coke for a while. Now it's like a cherry vanilla Coke. And the, the joke of this, it's a focus group ad, which back to our roots, we long ago did a focus group show. I wish I had had this one then. You had a a guy dressed, you know, kind of typical focus group guy, kind of button down shirt, rolled up sleeves, just... It's a living. It's a living, yeah. And he's in a, this sort of bland uh, conference room with a white board that shows a picture of uh, like a drawing of a cherry Coke and a vanilla Coke plus, you know, with a plus sign between them. Okay. He's talking to a focus group that are made up of mythical creatures. And all of these mythical creatures are creatures that are like half X and half Y, right? So you've got, um, a centaur, a minotaur, which is a half bull, half man, a satyr, which is a half man, half goat, a, a mermaid, a mermaid. Um, there a, is, yeah, there's a tank and she's, okay. she's in the tank. Uh, a griffin which is half eagle half lion so you've got all these great you know sort of x plus y characters right Mm -hmm. they're very dressed up in very like photo you know sort of movie quality costumes Um, and he's explaining to them and trying to get their read on uh how whether they like this new beverage
0: any initial thoughts on the new cherry vanilla coke it's delicious it's good yeah how does it work Well, it's Cherry Coke and Vanilla Coke together.
1: Two things in one? Yeah, sure. So then where's the other can?
0: All of it is in the same can, together. What do you mean by together? We put them together. There's two things in one. Do you have any? That's what you have in front of you. It's both of them together. (laughs) So good together. Try new Cherry Vanilla Coke. The acting is actually pretty good. At the very end, what beast was that? Was that it was Griffin. That is the Minotaur. The Minotaur just kind of like shakes his head the like the Minotaur doesn't get it.
1: Steals the show. <laughs> his look of dumb incomprehension out of his cow-like face is so funny. I think they did a fantastic job with this. I, I makes I watch it. I mean, I'll I'll stop doing what I'm whatever I'm doing to watch this commercial like it is actual programming.
0: I don't know if I'm going to sound dumb like the Minotaur, but. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, Where's the other can?
0: <laughs> what I uh, thought the joke was going to be, and it doesn't, it's not as good. I thought it was going to be a confusion because all of these creatures are two things at once, and cherry, vanilla, coke are three different flavors at once because you have coke, oh. vanilla coke, and cherry coke. So I thought the joke was going to be like, how do you get all three? But actually, this is better
1: yeah it's it's like they're they're oblivious to their own mm-hmm. hybridization yeah um yeah i think this is a, a really good joke and very funny and i love the the patience with which the uh focus group yes. guy is kind of walking them through mm-hmm. it um all right and have you tried that actual flavor yes i have it, like
0: out of the bottle not out the. Bottle. okay yeah, yeah no good
1: i mean you know it's I'm sure I finished it. Like, it's sugar. Yeah, but it's not. You just get regular Coke if you're going to do that again. Yeah, I would probably opt for a cherry Coke over a cherry vanilla Coke, given the the choice.
0: The biggest tragedy of the current soda situation, in my opinion, is... (laughs)
1: When you go into a movie, put that in your montage.
0: (laughs) When you go into a movie theater or a fast food restaurant where they have the the soda machines now, where you can basically mix and match anything, like it seems like a dream to me. As somebody who still like who grew up drinking what we called suicides at the time, and yeah, uh, you just
1: press the metal rod.
0: Well, but you, and, but you mix it all yes, up. Yes, but, like, but yeah. all you
1: get is, like, you. it's whatever comes Individual out individually, and it's, shoots, like, a mechanical right. thing.
0: But now it's kind of like there's a computer screen, and you can mix and match and create all kinds of flavors. You'd think that would be perfect for somebody like me, who's now in his 40s but still loves mixing up different kinds of soda. The problem is you can't get just, like, a cherry Coke because it's some sort of – it's not – the cherry coke that you find in a bottle it is coke with this machine inserting its cherry into it and same with the vanilla and it all tastes very chemical
1: oh it's so chemically yeah whatever they're doing to get that mix they're not doing it right it's very rarely calibrated well um yeah those are those machines are kind of a heartbreaker i'm with you
0: all right what else we got all
1: right well this is i think my last uh ad collade, and then i got a couple of Finger wags to hang out. out. A
0: wag of the finger? A
1: wag of the finger, a click of the tongue. Um, This I just saw last night and I absolutely burst out laughing. Uh, This is for the It's Okay is Not Okay, uh, Just Okay is Not Okay campaign. Oh, our favorite campaign so so far. You know that this
0: campaign is going to break our heart, right? They've been doing it. They've been doing so well that I think they're going to probably end up breaking our heart at some point. They had a
1: few clunkers in there, Mm -hmm. like not amazing ones. Um, But this one really made me laugh. And I don't even want to tell you too much about it because there's a great punchline. I'll just say there's a couple at a fancy restaurant, a man and a woman. um, And he gets up and gets down on one knee.
0: Question for you. Will you make me the happiest man in the world?
1: Just staring at him Behind her a guy A waiter holds up A champagne bottle Like do you need this Yes <laughs> When it comes to Response times Just okay Is not okay <laughs> That's why AT&T Is building its 5G Response
0: times Okay the joke I had a little bit uh, Okay but it's it's Because it's specifically They're trying to yes. Sell she's a taking two. Time. She's
1: staring at him With this look of like Sort of I think the actress in this does a wonderful job of not looking disappointed, but not looking too happy, but just continuing to look at him expectantly, like he hasn't finished asking the question somehow. And so the 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 tension that builds in the room around her failure to respond uh-huh. with anything, any response, and the way she holds her face in this perfect tension of like not disappointment, but not excitement, is. Great. I think it was I think it's actually harder to do than you might think.
0: It's like if a robot is somewhat malfunctioning on Westworld. <laughs> Right. For just a moment. She's just caught like, in her loop. She's just caught in her loop for a second. <laughs> that is good. I hadn't seen that one yet.
1: So another, yeah, thumbs up from me for that new one in that campaign.
0: And sadly, we now have to give out some admonishments. Yes,
1: now we must turn to Heineken. And I think you and I have talked about these. One of
0: them I see on here, I recognize. Yeah, I well, I the have the same one. problem with both of them. Okay. So
1: Heineken has a new product called Heineken 0.0, which is an alcohol-free Beer or oh, well, you know, I have a
0: problem with that too.
1: <laughs> right. I like alcohol in my beer. Well, I can certainly think of some scenarios where someone might of not course. want alcohol in their beer. As can we all, right? Unfortunately, Heineken was super unable to come up with any of those scenarios. Instead, they came up with these scenarios. So, this first one is: um, you have a guy. He's at a beach. It looks like Santa Monica. You know it's beautiful he's in this great big beautiful uh convertible car he's sitting in the driver's seat kind of just watching the sunset and drinking a alcohol-free beer drinking an alcohol-free heineken
0: which is just so weird
1: and then the cop and then a cop walks up to him um i think i'm gonna have to narrate this because i don't think there's any uh any talking why don't you hit play
0: cool muscle car drinking a beer behind the wheel
1: here comes the cop He starts to write a ticket, and the guy keeps drinking the beer, kind of like a little insolently. And then he uh, holds up the beer to the cop and points to the zero alcohol thing. And the cop just instead points to the sign that says no parking, and that's why he was giving him a ticket. Womp womp. Now his hot girlfriend runs up with her surfboard. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd seen that
0: particular one before. The fact that there was a twist at the end that he was writing him a ticket for the parking is kind of better than I thought it was going to be because I was like, why would a cop be silently writing you a ticket if he thinks you're drinking (laughs) an an open bottle beer behind the wheel of your car? You'd say, excuse me, sir, get out. Walk the line. Not, I'm going to casually write you a ticket. So I kind of like the twist at the end, although it totally lacks verisimilitude. I'm not even getting to the most annoying part of this commercial, but um, you wouldn't write a ticket to somebody who's sitting in an idling car. You would say move along.
1: Yes. There's a million things that don't work about this commercial. But let's start with the biggest thing, which is this is not the use case for this product.
0: No, people are not drinking this beer because they want a beer while they're behind the wheel.
1: No. And you would and and you would never. We shouldn't be inviting people to like mix it up with cops and like, ha ha, mm-hmm. fooled you. And again, yeah, yeah like you're right, like the point of an, al- an alcoholic, an alcohol free beer isn't so that you can have a refreshing drink in the car so that you can if you are abstaining from alcohol for any reason you can be part of the you know part of the social scene more comfortably Mm -hmm. or you you or you just like the taste of beer you you beer you don't drink anymore there's a million reasons why a person would want like you i did dryuary it might have been nice to have like a beer like substance you know during that during that period but instead they create these like absurd scenarios where someone's gonna you're gonna get in trouble for drinking because you would not normally drink in that scenario but, but so you don't
0: cast any young black men well, in that scenario with the cop oh am I wrong with, not
1: with the cop no but oh, this okay. next one actually uh they do this is at a an equally unlikely place to be drinking alcohol which is after a big presentation uh, in a boardroom somewhere at work um, the young guy, Does his presentation The slide behind him says thank you so he just finished his Presentation now for some reason uh, That never happens In an actual boardroom Everyone's like oh time for my sack lunch Um, And So everybody gets out their food And he opens up A Heineken and it's like What you're drinking on the job That's very inappropriate in front of the boss But then like psych it's just Zero alcohol You know what people don't want from a Zero alcohol beverage To like poke their boss Right Right. in the eye with
0: it Right, right, right Did he, it's a brown bag lunch Did he wrap it up in tinfoil Like when I went on a (laughs) field trip It would always be special We'd get to take a can of soda with us But we had to wrap it in tinfoil To keep it, keep it cold
1: (laughs) So of course you can hear uh, Now he, he takes his beer from nowhere Apparently he just got it On the floor beside him Wow. Everyone's Everybody's shocked.
0: shocked. He's like, it's, it's fine. It. Points
1: to it. And then the boss gives them, oh, and then behind him, he was, he also was embarrassed because his slideshow of his like personal photos started playing. And so it was just
0: full of pornography. It was just like sort of inappropriate was just, partying. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, okay, let me just try playing devil's advocate for a second. I don't want to,
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but there's part of my brain that is saying Heineken knows that this isn't the 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 user case that they're going for, but they just want something sticky, something funny, images of sticking something that
1: points out. No, it's okay. It looks like a beer. It right. tastes like a beer, but it's not a it's beer. It's not
0: really selling it for these situations. It's, okay. it's selling it for the situations that we all know and love that you described before. Right. You're at a party, don't want to get drunk, whatever. Um, but the way to stand out from the other non-alcoholic beers that are out there and potentially advertising is, oh, we're going to come up with all these like crazy scenarios where you're drinking beer. But you shouldn't but be. It's, yeah, non-alcoholic.
1: Okay, that's fine. But it just makes me think about the absurdity of it yeah. every time. Um, if they if they were going to do that then they needed to play they needed to get a funnier writer. Yeah. Because it's not funny enough for it to just be about a joke.
0: Yeah, if there could just be a little twist on it or something or if the if the tagline could somehow acknowledge the ridiculousness right. of it, like maybe not for here but for here. You know who
1: I think something? does a really nice job with that are those um those little oranges, uh, what are they, like little cuties or whatever? Yeah, little
0: Susie's? No, little cuties, yeah, yeah. The Sorry.
1: ones where, like, you know, the kid. Not great, good choice kid. Yeah. And the kid is in a, some absurd situation where, you know, she doesn't want to go to the creepy doll kid's house. Mm-hmm. So instead <laughs> right. she chooses not to and she, you know, good choice kid. Like, if you're going to put people in an ins- absurd situation, make it absurd. Mm-hmm. But these are all played pretty straight. Like, you could literally be in a boardroom and, and pull one out or you could literally be in a car drinking one it's not really played for like it, it just doesn't it, it either needs to be funnier or it needs to be more more realistic but this doesn't this just splits the difference in a weird way
0: before we move on to Ad Council do you want to hear your song one more time I do
1: and I know the listeners do <laughs> <laughs> I love cheese but I really love cake Oh, no! Professor
0: Bananas!
1: Anyone else want to stage a revolution with me? If it gets completely fucked up, so what?
0: Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words
1: saying. Only the
0: echoes of my mind. Thanks for putting all this together today, Vives. I what's had a lot of in, I had a lot of fun
1: doing it. What's in the mailbag? Well, um, I wanted to start with something from Listener Joan that's uh, very germane to last week's show. Um, this is uh, I
0: don't remember last week's show. Why did you say germane like that?
1: <laughs> um, because that well it was the name of the show and it was about germs. Oh germs, right, 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 right um this is a
0: i'm an advocate for the
1: list <laughs> for any new listeners out there and like if me you've, if you've started with this show uh last week we talked about uh we were we were in full-on corona mode and we talked about um psa's that teach us how to be be safe and clean and how to wash mm-hmm. our hands and joan writes i used to work in an elementary school uh where i helped the kids make educational psa videos I looked up this old one from 2013, except for the fact that it takes place in a school and nobody does that anymore. Why not? Uh, And the kids are hanging around close together. Uh, It holds up pretty well. Oh, she means no one does that anymore, like, now because no one can go to school. Nobody can go to school. Right. Um, So this is a four-minute video, which um, is too long. So we'll only
0: play it twice.
1: (laughs) This is obviously too long for a real PSA, but when you have 20 elementary school kids who all need a part, uh, it becomes like a, you know,
0: uh-huh. it's got to be
1: four minutes because they all need a part. So I'm just going to ask you to play like the one or two minutes. But what I love about this, first of all, are some of these kids, each kid reads a line and then over the top of, or, you know, under these, uh, these voiceover lines, you have kids sort of acting out. What it looks like to sneeze or, you know, how you, caught, how you sneeze into your elbow or not to touch dirty doorknobs and then wash your hands. All the stuff that, you know, you're supposed to do. What I love about this are two things. I love the read of some of these kids that they do on these lines. And I love the music, which sounds like it's from like a fairly cheaply made like 80s neo-noir like, I expect Mickey Rourke to be like <laughs> sleezing around in, and, this, and, in this PSA, and, which is a um, weird choice for an elementary school PSA.
0: And Sean White, what's her name? Who else was in all those 80s? Oh, Sean um, Young. Sean Young yeah, and exactly. Mickey Rourke are in this. Exactly. Are they in
1: this? I wish. <laughs> Stop the germs.
0: Ah, Achoo! <laughs> that came in hot. <laughs> That's a familiar sound around school these days. So is the sound of coughing and blowing noses. Whenever lots of people gather together
1: inside buildings, as we do during the school year... We are close together enough to easily spread germs that cause colds and flu.
0: I will say I am not a germaphobe. And I can't remember if you and I talked about this on the show last week or not, but like just having to be very conscientious these days about everything you touch. And if you touch something from the outside, then you got to wash your hands, which we're all supposed to be doing. And I'm glad to be doing it. But it's just making me think about germs so much more than I ever do. Yeah. And now watching these images of these kids blowing their nose and being on top of each other and sneezing, and it's like the slideshow that we're watching. Yeah, it's itchy. It's freaking me out, man. It's freaking me out. Germs are everywhere. Don't touch that doorknob. Everything we touch has germs on it. Oh, the light switch. (laughs) Oh, the water fountain. They still have Germs shoppers? are too tiny to see unless you use a
1: microscope. Here but come- they can cause lots of aches, pains, and trouble for us if we get them inside our body. Here comes the sexy sacks. Oh, yeah. How can we stay healthy when we're surrounded by germs? That is my favorite <laughs> that's, that's read. That's a
0: good line. That's a good line. This was from 2013. This was 7 years ago. These kids are driving now. Oh god,
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Am I doing my math right? Yeah, these kids are like probably like what, 10? Let's or assume they're 9 10 to 11.
1: They're ten, they look like 10ish here. Yeah. yeah, I bet they're you know, they're college age now. So thank you, Joan. That was great. Um, it, it, we will post the link to our um, our facebook group and yeah go check it out uh this is also i think probably a covid 19 uh inspired content in a way uh since we're all stuck at home uh this is for seventh generation and uh there's nothing particularly uh groundbreaking about this ad but uh listener elena says i think so this is a a commercial for seventh generation which is a sort of a i guess sustainable or green uh, laundry detergent and cleaning products And you just have a shot of a laundry, uh, of of a washer and dryer. And in the glass front of the washing machine, you have just a guy whose head seems to be rotating around inside, Mm -hmm. defying physics and uh, physiology. Uh, And he's talking about how the ingredients uh, in in regular detergents are sort of... Not natural.
0: Get this. Your detergent may contain disodium, distyryl, disulfonate. Yeah. I don't know either. (laughs) Switch to seventh generation. Great line. No unnecessary chemicals. Charming guy. Great line. Good read. And it gives me a little bit of that... Dr. Pepper um, He's tiny. got a little
1: guarini to him Yeah, to yeah, see that. the tiny guy But I think uh, Elena might be getting a little oversaturated with this ad because she writes I think this guy wins the How many times has my face been put in front of people who otherwise would never know who I am except for a shelter-in-place pandemic streaming <laughs> game
0: <laughs> So she doesn't like it
1: Well, I don't know I just think she's maybe been overexposed She's
0: seen it too much I hope she's not overexposed Everybody wash your hands Yeah
1: <laughs> All right. One more. This is also, I guess the whole ad council is going to be kind of uh, quarantine-esque this week, which is makes sense because that's what we're all thinking about. Um, this is from a listener, Barbara, who sent in a, a, a print ad for something that I really love and just wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, it's a print ad for the Winchester Mystery House. Do you know what that is? I have
0: no idea. It's a mystery.
1: It is a mystery. This is something that's sort of always been on my, like... Really, to go visit lists if we're ever in huh. San Jose, um this is a huge mansion in San Jose, California, that was like a Victorian era mansion. It was built by this woman named Sarah Winchester who uh was the widow of uh the guy who the winchester gun oh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. guy creator mm-hmm. founder I don't know um she was widow she she had a child with him, that child died in infancy then she was widowed so she sort of left alone with all this money and so she moved she built she bought this like sort of smallish farmhouse in san jose and over almost 40 years she just built and built and built and it's like considered one of the law lo- i think it's maybe the world record for like the longest home remodel in history at one point it was seven stories tall it's now only four stories tall because, uh, like, a big earthquake knocked off some of the stories, basically. But what's interesting... But it was just,
0: like, bit by bit. She'd get, like, like yes. me in Minecraft.
1: And it, has, it had no plan. And she also built a ton of weird shit into it. It's, it people think it's haunted now, but mostly it's because it's so weird. Like, there are staircases that go just into the ceiling and doors on upper oh floors God, that open out into thin air. Right up my alley. And a, and a staircase that goes down only to go back up again to the floor that it just came from. So it's one of those tourist attractions. that's just like super weird and kooky. And it's got over 160 rooms, 13 kitchens, 24,000 square feet. I mean, I don't, I think there are parts of it. Like seriously, nobody may have ever explored. Like it's so massive. Wow. So it's got all this. Cool, I want to go. This Next is cool. Little when
0: we rebook our trip to the Bay area, that got canceled.
1: Yes, um, we should, that would be great. I'd love to. Um, so it's a little, it's just like this cool, weird oddity of American history. Um, but this is the ad that Winchester Mystery House uh, printed, which I love. And, of course, they're closed now because they can't, you can't be having people go do tourism. They, they just have a, a picture, like an old-timey photograph of Sarah Winchester. And they write, This is Sarah Winchester. Sarah practiced social distancing for over 38 years. Mm. Sarah spent her time designing and constructing a 160-room mansion with oddities at every turn. Sarah kept busy. Hashtag be like Sarah.
0: Oh, so it's kind of like they're they're kind of doing a public service announcement while getting their name, we'll out, getting there their the name out there. While getting their name out there and advertising
1: what they are.
0: I appreciate that. But
1: like putting out a good message. And she did. She was like this reclusive weirdo who spent 38 years building the world's weirdest house.
0: And I'll tell you what, it worked for at least one person because I didn't know about this before you told me about <laughs> it. Now I really want to go. That yeah, sounds right? great.
1: So yeah. Thank you, Barbara.
0: You can sell anything. You can sell all right time for us to get out of here we will be back next week in the meantime genevieve is going to tell you how to reach us
1: you can call us and we would love for you to call us because yeah, it no has been mails. too long since we had any jingles any voicemails i'm starting to feel a little hurtful oh uh,
0: no but i mean you gotta understand it's a really busy time for everybody yeah, wait. what with them outside running around and no, I'm just being You should call Now us. I'm depressing myself But please give us a call 607-444-5597 And again You can call and sing us Your favorite jingle What was the one That I just came up with In the car the other day Wait let me kill the music Oh My, Crazy Cat uh, No oh, not, not Crazy <laughs> yeah. Cat My kitty cat Crave's Crave. That's now, right. I, I was going to learn the whole thing, but um, <laughs> as Crave, I'm just going to do it to uh, convince other people to okay. sing a Crave Cat food commercial. Does anybody else remember this? Genevieve and I were driving around. I have no idea why, but suddenly, my kitty cat Crave's Crave jumped into my head. And let's see. Here's a commercial from 1984. Let's see if this is it.
1: Oh, my kitty cat
0: Crave's Crave. There it is. Day, cats dream up new ways to make sure they get crave. That's I, because I think we found one that had a longer chicken, version of the chicken, song. But that little, chicken, that little tagline, "My, My kitty cat craves crave," I hadn't crave heard that in years. With the real protein-rich foods, cats crave. My kitty cat craves crave. And. Uh, it didn't even occur to me what I was singing. You know what I mean? These just get embedded in your head so much like that. So anyway, that's the kind of jingle that maybe you could call our voicemail line and sing. That's right. right.
1: You know you know when you suddenly remember an old jingle. Now you have a place to put that energy. That's right. Um, you can go to find us on Facebook. I know a lot of you are finding us there. Thank you and welcome to our new members. And uh, email, good old email, still works, after these messages show at gmail.com.
0: Rain or shine. we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.